Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. We're hosts of... Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L W A F L M O Y T. We watch a full length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast and yeah. watch the movie at the same right. time. Yeah, L W A F L M O Y T. Yeah, That's every Sunday, two p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, five percent. Yeah, right. I'm so lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show. 5 p.m. Let's hear the theme song. Oh, let's watch full length. Let's do a full minute promo. Oh, never mind. Bye. See you next month. What's up, Oakland? Have you been missing out on live music and comedy? Remember Killer Dinners? Don't worry about a thing, because Soul Sausage Presents Pandementia has brought you the hottest, freshest, sexiest new beast in the Bay Area. The Oakland Unicorn Speakeasy Comedy and Dinner Club in Koreatown, Northgate. Featuring comedians from NBC, MTV, Comedy Central, Soul Sausage TV, and YouTube. Tickets and packages, showtimes, and information are all at oaklandunicorn.com. Sponsored by Soul Sausage, Reek Disc Electronics, and True Healing Collective. Grand opening weekend, August 6th through 9th, featuring Kabir Singh and Xander Beltran. Tickets on sale now at oaklandunicorn.com. That's oaklandunicorn.com. Clock here, and we're at the Joke Workshop at MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I'm here. We have one comment from LA named Brian. We're waiting for other comics. Kind of wondering what's going on. I know there's a open mic in Glen Park that's at 5:30. That might have some people at it. Uh, also, the Alameda mic that has 6:30 signups out there on uh, Alameda Island by David Dominguez. That's that's out there, so that might be drawing some people. Who knows? But we're going to see. I mean, hey, I'll listen to Brian's jokes. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> we'll, uh, we're going to listen to a little, like, uh, Cuban music, and we'll be right back with some comedy here on Mutiny Radio. Corazón tienes mucho que aprender De esta forma sé que no puede ser Tanto tiempo y no aprendiste Te repetiste Qué situación Si tú quieres yo te enseño Pues sigo siendo quien te enseño Eso es
there's the quorum. That's how it works. We have four comedians in the room. That makes it makes it awesome so that we can give comments and feedback and enjoy each other's stuff. We've got Will Brown and Henry in the house. They brought their buddy from L.A., Brian. It's very exciting. I've had two coffees, so I'm jacked up on the goofballs, friends. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew that coffee could once you're over 40 coffee is like cocaine sometimes if you have. Why does that happen? I feel so focused. All right. We're going to listen to a little bit more music. We're going to find out what order we're going to go in and we'll be right back with jokes on the joke workshop. got the jokes folks you wanna are you excited you got is henry gonna go today oh maybe he says sometimes sometimes on monday sometimes not it's all good there's just three of us we all know each other it's great got npr in the house will brown here henry brian uh well who wants to go first unless you guys want me to put up some more like little cumbia music here for a second and chill out and then we'll okay, we'll be we'll, We'll be right back here on mutinyradio.fm and .sf. Again, this is the Joke Workshop here every Monday from 6 to 8 comedians, new and old, doing all the material. And enjoy that. We're going to be right back. Jokes for the folks. Por aquí se hay azúcar, pa la azúcar. Pero que vamos a guarachar a la azúcar. 
no timer today because I lost my phone this weekend, but it's okay. No, 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 no. I had the best weekend ever. If I had to sacrifice my phone for this weekend, I don't care. This phone was an easy sacrifice. I'd do it again. I'd do it a thousand times. I would lose my phone to be able to have a weekend like I had. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, 100%. Oh, it was the best. I had, I got, we, I did all the drugs. <laughs> I did all the drugs in my house with with a bunch of with a bunch of boy comics and uh, it was really fun. That's the part and um, on air. yeah, no, I have no problem with that. We did the, the shrooms. The yeah, that's uh, Mutiny Radio. Just straight up is our Venmo handle. But uh, yeah, I I did mushrooms and then I did acid on top of it. Who does that? Who does acid and mushrooms at the same time? Oh, that would be me. I did that. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh, I wish I had some of the MDMA, but we didn't have that. I did want to do all the drugs, but then I. It was great. I got to hang out with um, some of my favorite, favorite comics in the whole, whole, whole world. And it, it was great. And my house was just destroyed, but it's only 400 square feet. So cleaning it up was very easy. It like wasn't any big deal. And again, fuck my phone. <laughs> I had a really good time. <laughs> fuck that phone. All right, Brian, do you want to go first or Will, you want to go first? Uh, you can start okay, he's going to set up. So Will, you're going to go first. All right, everybody. You're a first comedian. He just had a smoking set last Friday at the happy hour our outdoor show here, all clean. Brought all the people. It was super amazing. He's hilarious. We love him here at Mutiny Radio. Clap your hands together right now. It's Will Brown. Hey. Thank you. Wow. Okay. I think I'm ready here. Let's see. My name is Will Brown, and I'm a heteronegative man here in San Francisco where the gay men are fierce, but the drag queens are ferocious because nobody's been paying attention to them lately, so they are so pissed off right now. I feel bad for those drag queens. It's not the same being drag queen on Zoom. No, it's not. 
Um, so I'm entering my uh, daddy years uh, with a bang. And since uh, we're all virtual now, we're just all virtual beings, um, I just can be whatever age you want me to be. Just stay zoomed out. Zoomed way out on Zoom. And uh, yeah, I'm so happy that Ryan is here. Uh, Ryan is my first actual friend that I met on a comedy Zoom that I met in real life. So it's exciting. I'm excited to hear what he's going to spit out tonight. It's true. Well, from the waist up, he hosts uh, Naked Mike, which is on Zoom. Uh, no, tonight. Tonight, 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Ryan Lee Comedy. Drop those covers, open mic. Turn it up. Ryan Lee Comedy on Instagram. Take him up. R-Y-A-N-L-E-E. That's why I picked Will Brown, because it's easy to spell. Keep it simple. Mm. Okay, so let's see. I was recently in the Castro in the neighborhood. Has anybody been to uh, Twin Peaks, the bar for the older gay gentleman, even older than me? And they, you know, it's all glass windows. It's been there forever. The patrons have been there forever. And so they started, instead of calling it Twin Peaks now, they, for a long time they've been calling it the glass coffin because it's for older gay gentlemen. <laughs> But now with COVID, they all have to sit out on the sidewalk and it's kind of funny because they're calling it the open casket now. <laughs> um, it reminded me of when I was a young gay and I first had come to San Francisco and I met these uh, two older gay gentlemen at Daddy's, which is now called the 440 in the Castro. And you know, I was just trying to remember if it was spelled Daddy's with a, a Y apostrophe S, as in daddy's possessive, or I-E-S, as in plural daddies. I mean, there was always more than one daddy in there. But I don't know where I'm going with that. Never mind. Maybe somebody can help me with that one. It's something to be said. But anyway, I met two daddies at Daddy's. There was two of them. And they took me on a tour of the Heights, the Castro Heights, above Castro, on the way back to their place. And you know, if you drive up the hill from Castro, they named the streets after the planets. So it's like Mercury Lane, Venus Circle. I think that's for the lesbians. The lesbians live on Venus Circle. And then if you keep going all the way up to where these daddies lived, it's called Uranus Terrace, which is like Latin for what they did to me that night. Those daddies did not show me any mercy. It was terrible. Um, let's see, what else? So, uh, yeah, but you know, now I'm kind of in my daddy years and it's like, these boys are so sweet and nice and they really look, I think for an older gay man's perspective on things like where can they live? Uh, where can they eat? It's nice. Pam knows what I'm talking about. Those little boys, they need a little encouragement, a little push in the right direction every now and then. But you know, it's a lot less work than raising them from like little kids, little babies. Um, so, uh, let's see, uh, anybody into RuPaul's Drag Race? You all watch RuPaul's Drag Race? I told this joke a few times, but I keep changing it up. I keep coming up with new drag names because, you know, I get, you know, I watch RuPaul's Drag Race and then the rest of my life seems so boring that I have to, you know, try to invent drag personas to carry on through the rest of my day, just getting my daily to-do list done. So for each little chore I have to do, I make up a different drag name for it so I can 
you know, carry that carefree lifestyle into the rest of my day, make it exciting. I mean, I don't put on a wig or anything, but I still have that drag attitude when I'm going to Walgreens to pick up my nerve pills because people be getting on my nerves. Damn. I am the, when I waltz into that Walgreens, I am Wanda Sykes. So, okay, I'm Wanda Sykes, so getting my nerve pills. Also, uh, I had to get keys made for my apartment because I just recently moved. And uh, I was like, okay, get to the hardware store. All right, we did it, mission accomplished. I am a Compalisha Keys. I have accomplished my key making. It's boring, but it's fun if you give it the right drag attitude. Um, let's see, what else? Um, I also had to, you know, I don't like calling people in positions of authority. I just try to avoid them usually, but I did need to call uh, the manager of my apartment complex about the leak. And I did it as the drag queen known as Karen Snowden because the leak needed to be addressed. And who better to do it than Karen Snowden? All right, uh, it's a little dry in here. It's, it's <laughs> let me uh, get a little sippy sip off of this cup and see what else I got to talk about today since it's like extended mic. <clears throat> I would say that um, the best thing about being in the intergenerational, interracial, intersectional relationship is that, like, you know, some some older dudes think, like, these millennials these days, they got nothing to offer. They was raised by an iPad. Exactly. You got to continue raising them. And, I mean, you know, it's not their fault that they don't have social skills or know how to handle, like, three-dimensional situations. They're used to everything being 2D, you know? And I mean, some of these video games are 3D, but uh, you just give, they only really need 1D. You know what I'm talking about? They, you give them the right D, the good D, they stick around. It ain't right, Henry, it ain't right, Henry. Um, the other thing is, you know, like daddies, you have something to learn from these little boys. Scoop one up, see if he's a good one, keep him around. And, you know, you need somebody to take care of you in your old age. Gay men don't have kids usually. And, uh, it's, it, it, and, and, and younger boys, you know, I mean, you think that the, the sex with a daddy isn't, can't be as hot as it can be with a little young person your age. You know, I'm, I'm talking 20s. I, you know, I don't go below 20. 21, that's it. You know, that's, I got to have limits. But when I, so when I say little boys, I mean... Young adults, <laughs> younger adults, 20, 30, you know, um, I haven't, I haven't really dated somebody in their, you know, early twenties recently, but, um, <laughs> I got nothing to say. I'm just <laughs> filling up air. Can somebody give me some comments or something? Maybe I can rework it. Will Brown, everybody. Clap wildly for Will Brown. Hooray. So there's microphones um, strewn about the room. There's one in here, too, which is uh, easily used for comments. Will Brown, I wrote a, down a ton of stuff for you. Like, Please. I think that you have all kinds of great stuff in there. Um, I think that heteronegative needs a little bit more explanation. Mm. Like, um, 
either either before you, you have to set it up a little bit or mm. there needs to be an ex explanation because heteronegative is like the punchline mm-hmm. and it's definitely funny, but I just didn't hear the setup. It, it's like this. It's like you have the punchline. So it would be like something, something heteronegative. Heterosexual. I'm a homosexual. Mm. But the heteronegative is funny. Yeah. I just don't know where the there's more in there. Like mm-hmm. there's, is it a line? You have a lot of language jokes, which I really, really was too, super, super in on. Um, <laughs> the the zoomed out thing works because everyone's doing Zoom shows and we're all like, ugh. Um, <laughs> zoomed out. The gayberhood. I feel like there's more names that you can use. Like you could have a threesome there. Ha <laughs> ha. But like three different names for the Castro. Like it's the gayberhood. It's the... There's got to be a couple of them. The, like, ho- the hostel. The sure. M- the man shelf. Right. All those things. Mm-hmm. Like, and you could even say like the man shelf, the host, whatever. It's the gayberhood. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's something like that. Um, the glass coffin is great. Open casket. Very funny. I think that there's a connection to Snow White because that's the only glass oh. coffin that I know about that's sort of in Sleeping Beauty I think she was in a glass coffin too. No, she wasn't. Snow White was in a glass coffin. Mm. Sleeping Beauty was just in a bed and got kissed or okay. something. Waiting for Prince Charming. You'd be waiting a lot. Some of these dudes have been waiting a long time a for long, their Prince Charming. Exactly. Like decades. They're in the glass coffin. <laughs> They're like dead in there. They're just waiting for <laughs> Prince Charming to come and kiss them and wake them up <laughs> from their dreamy slumber. <laughs> In their open casket. Their alcoholic stupor. Yeah, exactly. That's you could go into that. Like, yeah, they're not, they're not really looking for Prince Charm. Well, I don't know what they're looking for, uh, but <laughs> the possessive versus plural was super funny, and I feel like there's a definitely a sex joke in there because possessive can go to a sex joke and plural can go to a sex joke. Do you want to be possessed by one daddy or do you want multiple daddies? <laughs> right, but then the daddies with the apostrophe versus the daddies with the IES, I feel like you can keep on with that when you get into Uranus or Uranus, however you said <laughs> it. Because what is the plural of anuses? Like, is it an apostrophe Ooh, at the end right. or is there an ESs? How do you pluralize anuses, uranuses? It's, it's uranuses. 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 Terrace. Yes. <laughs> very, it's very fragilis. Fragilistic expialidocioususes. I like the plural there, are anuses. How do you pluralize anuses? Um, and all of that, the 3D stuff was great. I'm glad you went there, but you can still do some callbacks to like, because it's 3D and you come from this plural thing because mm-hmm. you have you already were sort of talking about two guys and so there's a threesome involved and then 3D. So you can keep like cycling back to that plural joke mm-hmm. and then like it just as a callback. I think that's very funny. Um, and then I don't really understand the Wanda Sykes drag name. Is it because she's mean? So, so there's this comedian, you know Wanda Sykes? I know community? Wanda Sykes, yeah. I think she's so, hilarious. Yeah, well, so, I mean, earlier Wanda Sykes, she would always be like, people be getting on my nerves. Mm. And so I was just like, called it like nerve pill, but I'm saying it wrong. Henry's like, no. You have to say the, the, the people be getting on my nerves after the Wanda Sykes. Yeah, I don't know. It's obscure for some people. It was, but it was a little obscure. I like how offended he is. Like, naturally, he's like, offended for Wanda Sykes. <laughs> 
Well, I Henry's love like, Wanda get it Sykes. right, Dad. I love Wanda Sykes, but she's also like a super out lesbian, and so it's really funny also to have a drag queen who would be a super out lesbian drag queen, which is Ooh, okay, I which is kind of cool. Like, but and it's also a funny punchline because you're like, I'm Wanda Sykes, and that's just like a funny. But also, like, I was thinking Wanda Psycho, because she's psycho because she needs her nerve meds. But sure. Also... Or, like, it could be from the 80s. You can age yourself and be like, Wanda Sykes. Like, no, Sykes. I'm not going to. Sykes. But I, I went to get my nerve vacation, but I decided not to. Wanda Sykes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weaving it all together. Oh, this um, is those helpful. Were, those were, and then um, you st- I put here, because you were saying you were dating guys in their 20s. You still got it. You're wicked hot. Like, I wish that... I wish there wasn't like that age. Like, I feel like daddies can have like younger gay dudes are totally cool with that and they like it. But then on the flip side, I don't know why. I don't know why the 20 year old men aren't as into the the heteronormative or uh, normative is <gasps> the wrong you word. You do Heter- just fine, Pam. You I do try. just fine. Well, real they, good. Real yeah. good. Yeah. Well, real I'm good. Trying. They let me hang out with them, but they don't let me touch them. Although, Come I got on. to braid some hair this weekend, so that was Ooh. fun. Yeah. Sexy. Mm. <laughs> um, th- any other comments for Will? I, you're, it's great. And you're so comfortable now on stage. You're getting so, like, um, just comfortable up there. And, and your ability to just talk and monologue, it's great. You've, you've come a long way in the past couple months, so that's awesome. Thank you. Other comments? Thanks. Get to know him. Well, good. Yeah, yeah. Clap your hands wildly, everybody, for Will Brown. (laughs) Yay. Yay. Um, Henry, you don't want to go up today. You're just going to watch and give comments. That's awesome. Okay, your next comedian, he runs a Zoom show out of L.A. He's up here for uh, just for a little bit. We don't know why. It's super awesome, though. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Ryan. Yeah. All right. Love me, everybody. What's up? How you guys doing? We're on the Internet, and I'm not making money from men. Uh, it's a little sad. Round of applause for Pam for hosting. That's nice. Mutiny Radio and SF. And Will for letting me be on his couch, as usual. I didn't have to ask, really. You know, there were signs, there were postings. It was a little honest, to be honest. But thank you to Will for letting me crash. Where are you today? 9 p.m. Add me at Ryan Lee Comedy. R-Y-A-N-L-E-E. If my daddy hugged me once, I wouldn't be here. That's the full tag handle. You could also try Rocco's Tavern Open Mic. We get naked, 9 p.m. Join it. Bye! All right. Uh, I took the bus to get here. The bus is scary. You know, there's people masturbating, talking themselves, reading a book. In my case, two of those things are true. I haven't read a book in a while. I don't know. (laughs) I turn to the guy next to me. I'm like, look, I don't want to smoke crack, and I don't want in on your Kino ring. You know what he says to me? $1.75 to ride. A little worrisome. That's, That's SF. Uh, I got some news headlines for you. Here's some news headlines. Cubes. Oh, six Rubik's cubes underwater for a world record. 
holds Guinness World Record for best use of quarantine. Wife says these results a little puzzling. Man says the secret is keep going till your self-respect, credit, and face are solid red. Also, the side of the Rubik's Cube. Uh, Italy to rename a bridge in quarantine, Geneva. The choices are A, Michelangelo, B, Donatello, C, fucking bullshit because we can't go across it in quarantine. That's what we call that thing right now. They're going to try out the vaccine in Indianapolis in a nursing home. Residents were real excited. They do call me a wingbag after all. My kids don't visit, but that's just because I might not, you know, I, I, I might have the virus. That's, that's why they're not here. The upshot, if they die, they get to get out of Indianapolis. So, wise choice there. Uh, I'm not especially from here. I'm from uh, San Jose. I did a year at USF. Very nice to be back in my neck of the woods. I did uh, law school at USF, and I got the fuck out because for me, Working in the law was like working in porn. Like people were just fucking each other and waiting to finish. And uh, I gotta tell you, as a human rights lawyer, I think you could make a great comedian because it's the same skill set. You just get in front of a group of your peers and you make up a bunch of stories. That's <laughs> same skill set. I gotta be grateful for places like Mutiny Radio with Pam because uh, after leaving the law, I was running out of ways of disappointing my parents. We got a guy walking in just in time. Sir, are you my father? Is that what happened? <laughs> He's looking at me. What's your name, man? Joey. Joey Vegas. Thank you. Joy from Vegas. Joy, what are you doing? Man? It's all right. Jay is here to collect my debt every day. Also, the mic ran out somewhat appropriately, so uh, this is working because, whew, I am in debt. Uh, as a human rights lawyer, I got to tell you, I used to go to work, and I lived in the immigration camps. And uh, every day I went to work in the immigration camps, I earned $49.40 interest for my loan. My loan got that. I didn't get anything. And next to me, they opened up a sex booth where they charged 60 Danish crowns. That's like nine US dollars for a blowjob. <laughs> I've lost Will. <laughs> Will's like, nine US dollars? <laughs> Motherfucker, what? All right, Pam's Pam is bleeping me now. I am banned from Uni Radio, but uh, I did plug the blowjobs, so it was worth it. But that means in context, like every day my loan earned four blowjobs and a beer back. That's what that means. And I'm very glad I met a lot of cool people in Sweden. I had a lot of fun uh, doing human rights work. But I talk people out of it and they say, why? The, the women are beautiful. And, the, and I say, that's because you can't drink in Sweden and the women know what they're getting into. That's, that's why they're beautiful people. So. Anyway, I am a, uh, a lawyer turned comedian, so thank you for uh, Mutiny Radio because after leaving the law, I was running out of ways of disappointing my parents. 
I worked for Uber. Uber's a bitch, man. I told, my girlfriend left me after I left the law and I started with Uber. And I was like, you're worse than Uber. Like, you know all my old phone numbers. You bring pools of strange men home, but you still won't get within a block of my house. <laughs> like, the slogan for Uber is everyone's private driver. In my girlfriend's case, drive everyone's privates. I think that's what she meant. <laughs> they replaced us. I saw an Uber takeout cart on the sidewalk. It was going back and forth. And I was like, is that a baby or is that takeout? Like, either way, I'm making room in my freezer. <laughs> but they replaced us, you know, very sad, very sad. Uh, if I could do anything, like I, I've worked in the law, I've worked for Uber, but I, I think I would sell sex, to be honest. But I, I think it's a female privilege. It's, it's sad, but it's true. Because could you imagine if a guy tried to charge for sex? Like, uh, Henry, he's looking at, <laughs> Henry, what would you charge for sex? <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> that's the best answer, man. Hey, round of applause for Henry virtually. Everybody give virtually. Uh, that's nice. Henry at least has thought it out, right? Last time I asked a guy this, he was like, Subway sandwich. And I'm like, well, uh, Henry's a comic, or he will be soon. And mostly what you should be saying is, is it going to be three minutes or five minutes? And you either have to laugh or you have to applaud the whole time through to keep it going. <laughs> the end of it, some guy's going to shine a light in your eyes. Some people will get off, some won't, you know? Hashtag me too. <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody. I've had a lot of fun time. I've had the light in my eyes. If you want to get naked, it's Ryan Lee Comedy at us at Rocco's Tavern. We also do roast battles this Wednesday at 9 p.m. at Heckle Mike. Very fun. Thank you to Pam. Thank you for Mutiny Radio. Round of applause. Yay, Ryan Lee. Yay. Go see Naked Comedy. So you stay up there. We've got, uh, we've got notes. I've got notes. I've got all kinds of things I wrote down. It was great. Great set. Super funny. Like, super awesome. Um, Thank you. The bus is scary. I was on board with that. Did you say a Kino ring? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then I was like, okay, all right. Damn. You might um, give – I thought I heard that right, and I do know what Kino is, but it was such a throwaway, and I think that's so funny that you can expound just a little bit more on the Kino ring thing. Mm -hmm. The Rubik's Cube underwater being puzzling, fucking hilarious, right. and the use of time and all of that, super, super great. So you said rename the bridge, Donatello, Michelangelo, Raphael. Why not just call it the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Bridge? Oh, that's cute. Right? Because it's that's all. You already said half the names anyway. And we'll all be sleeping in a sewer after this quarantine bullshit. Absolutely, you know? and it's Italy, so everyone likes pizza. It's like, it's. it's I mean, Michelangelo, like pizza, dude. Anyway, and I, men, right? You said I just felt like I. You said Donatello, Michelangelo, and I'm like, oh my god, he is doing a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle joke, and then you did it, and I was like. Missed opportunity. Mm. Um, mm. <laughs> only because I love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, the lawyer thing. I think that you can have, I think that there's a, a punchline there about uh, men and uh, they're just, you're just waiting, waiting to get each other off or to get them off. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. it's a sex joke. And then, like, jack them off. Wait to get them <laughs> off. Because you're a lawyer <laughs> and you were going to get them off, right? Mm, mm -hmm. Um. 
I didn't know where you were going with the sex book booth with the beer back. I was a little confused, but I was like, all right, a sex booth with a beer back. I sure funny words coming out of your mouth. Um, I would like to know the dif- the similarities between an between an Uber driver and lawyers. I feel like there's a list joke there mm. somewhere about the similarities or differences. And either way, you end up in a trunk. Yeah, yeah you can. <laughs> Going to you Mexico. Yeah. How do you, you ever get a two-star Uber? Like, how bad does that ride have to be, you know? Ah, motherfuck! Yeah, you're in the, literally, <laughs> texting from the trunk. We in Let Mexico! All right. Oh, um, sex sells the Subway sandwich. I feel like there's also a tag there about... Do you going to get the three inches, the six inches? Yeah, or the, the women inches? there always ask me for six more inches. It's a little embarrassing. Right, exactly. So, yeah, Subway, how much How much a Subway sandwich? Well, as long as it's six inches. Yeah. Right? Something like that? Because you don't get me that three inch. I'm not doing it for a three inch sandwich. Yeah. Right? Because you, they do have three inch sandwiches. They even have a new one that's like a little focaccia one that's like $1.99 oh, or something. Oh. I don't know. I walk by a Subway a lot. But I feel like there's a joke in there somewhere. I, I will be your sub any day, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crashing. So I'm crashing on Will's couch. I happen to be straight, but I was the president of our GSA in high school. And uh, I think I'm bisexual, like mostly by, by myself sexual is <laughs> most of the time how my sexual works. That's funny. To be honest. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Well, I enjoyed, I enjoyed everything you did. I think you're incredibly personable and... Um, what do you, so you run all these shows down in LA. Are there Yeah, any so our home bar, Humbly Spoken, Rocco's Tavern, it used to be the old comedy store Westwood. So we oh. like to get uh, comics, LGBTQIA, whatever you want to run out the alphabet, we like to do it. It's female friendly. We do student comers, so Rocco's Tavern. And then these days, because the world's in an apocalypse, uh, add me at Ryan Lee Comedy because we do roast battles and we get naked. So just add me up lots of time. There's no reason to be down in the quarantine, you know? We should all be working on the internet, preferably naked. That's what my dad says. I I agree with that. I agree with that 100% as well. Uh, It's like you're going to be a little cam girl tonight. It's (laughs) nice. Um, Super down with it. But are you doing anything live in L.A. or is everything shut down? Everything's shut down. Dodge Mike and Beach Mike with Victor Martinez. People are getting creative and performing on the beach. Cool. So that's fun. There's also some um, car lot mics, which are good to get right. to. Right. Do you know Carol? Carol uh, Carol Newell? Uh, I'll look Carol up. I'm she sh- does an outdoor mic in, um, in a parking lot with radios. So all of the people park in their cars and they honk yeah, for when the, they're mm-hmm. happy or whatever. Yeah, you know, I like think it's a fun concept. We're doing what we can, but there's nothing like a personal exchange. You know, that's what com- that's what you're supposed to do as a comic. So we really like, um, especially if you're streaming virtual, if you applaud, make emojis, wave your wang, you know, all these are acceptable. So, so. on your naked show, are women topless too? Or what's going on? Do they just show their... You know what's odd is... I mean, I don't have a problem showing my titties, <laughs> but... I, I'm just wondering how that it's works. It's weird because we have some naked residents. A lot of men just hang out naked for two hours, so we have that to be sure. But women love it. It's a little weird. I think people are pent up. They want to show their titties. We've had androgynous titties, a lot of Star Wars titties, Santa Cruz titties, my titties, uh, Stephen Allen Green's titties I all the time. I know Stephen Allen Green. I've known him for years, years and years and years ago. He used to have a show here at Mutiny Radio. He's a mentor of mine. 
uh, I've seen him naked so much. Wow. Yeah. I don't see your boss naked, you know? Like, sure. I know every crevice of every scar in my brain. It's a little much. Well, I'm super happy that you're keeping things alive on that. Uh, Will, did you have comments? Yeah. We're also we're streaming on tit, uh, Twitch starting next Wednesday. So cool. if you guys want to get on the fun. Uh, we don't have any payment. I was going to give out sex coupons for payment, but nobody wanted them, to be <laughs> honest. I talked to my lawyer. He's like, when people give sex coupons, they put terms. And I was just like, no competitors' coupons accepted. That's Yeah, fair. That's the only thing. That's so, very funny. So we will pay you in sex. That's the only thing we got. But it will. it's exciting. So add us up if you want some exposure. We're going to start streaming <laughs> on Twitch <laughs> next month. Exposure. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. But <laughs> Uh, Will has some comments. I haven't seen anybody naked at Naked Mike. I mean, I've seen a couple of balls, and that's about it. And I've been looking, too. <laughs> side scrot balls well, or side scrot? Well, it's, mm, it's more flashes. We more usually flashes. get a couple streakers, and then the people who get naked hang. So the regulars hang for a good hang, uh, as Will, you know, really likes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hang it low. I think... <laughs> But Heckle Mike is hilarious. People go in. I went in on. Oh yeah, I remember you practiced people. here for your. I remember you practiced here for it. How did it go? It was fun. Yeah. I mean, I think it was pretty fun. But then, uh, sh yeah, it was. That's right. You had the bitch. You had the cunty Asian or whatever. Her <laughs> yeah. thing was cunty chink. Her, yeah, cunty that chink. was. I was like, well, damn, we'll, we'll her, that and bitch. that's her Instagram tag. That's we'll, not being. She yeah. chose it. She we'll, chose it. We'll knock those eyes open. Oh! <laughs> her website is, is a funny millionaire. She's neither, but uh, <laughs> she is a fan favorite. And I gotta say, if you've never read before, it's a necessary skill. Uh, it builds your chops. It builds your development. But you should be able to roast people. So it's a good practice. We don't record. Sorry about that XLR cable. I just oh, switched right. that microphone. We, uh, I don't know why it's flipping in and out. I, yeah. just, I hate that stuff. Yeah, we don't record <gasps> friendly environment pilot jokes. So we, we roast in good fun. Nobody leaves um, without too many psychiatric appointments usually. Yeah, so. you, can, you can roast or you can just heckle the people who are talking oh my which gosh. is fun that sounds like awesome that's thursday nights everybody check out ryan lee wednesdays at nine. wednesdays ryan so lee. mondays and wednesdays at nine are your shows on zoom ryan and lee comedy perfect ryan lee comedy in in la but right now he's here so that's super exciting um thank you so much for being here everybody clap ryan lee And again, I'm really sorry about that XLR. Why I don't know why it's going in and out. Just kind of try to hold it in, and I'll try to fix it later. <laughs> hold it, hold it tight. Uh, all right, your next comedian. It's been a while since he's been here. Put your hands together, everybody, for Joey Vegas. Thank you, thank you very much for having me. I didn't know there was at the door. I said to pay, get up, but I I didn't. I didn't do it, and so they didn't let me, but thank you very much for letting me up. We are in the beautiful San Francisco. Thank you so much for having me. And <coughs> Pam, I would just like to congratulate you on your marriage. It looks like you have been married, and that's, <coughs> I would say congratulations about that. <laughs> but uh, how are you, how are you all today? <coughs> See, I'm, I'm wearing <coughs> the glasses. And these are a brand new pair. I've been working on this in my garage, and the glasses, you know, it can detect things. 
you know, while I'm looking at you. And I know you may be not be able to know where you are at your home right now, but <clears throat> I am in beautiful San Francisco, California. Thank you so much to the Mutiny Radio audience also for for <coughs> listening to us. And you guys are all, all of you are very, very, very special, very special men. Thank you so much. Thank you so, uh, thank you so much for, <coughs> for being up. Thank you. <coughs> you guys all look so well. Thank you. But <coughs> sometimes people want to hear a joke and, what do you call a pile of kittens? A mountain. What do you call a pile of puppies? A wolf pack. Uh, hi. Oh, thank you very much, sir, for coming in and stopping. Thank you are welcome to sit down. There's no discrimination when you walk in the door. There's nothing like that. And we was talking, sir, <coughs> about Kobe Bryant. And he was in recently in an accident. <coughs> it was, was some kind of electronic drone accident. And from what I heard on the inside story of what it is, is what happened is the man didn't plug it in the night. And they ran out of gas. Excuse me. They ran out of energy. And Right to the side of the mountain, you know? Kobe Bryant, man. You know, and so that's been very laid on my mind lately. You know, you might be able <clears throat> to say it's been something that's very been har harshly on my mind. You know, Kobe Bryant, you know. <clears throat> but he was one of the first ones to cut me off in the late 1990s. And why we might cutting off, but, you know, myself been fought on TV about seven, eight times since I was 18 or 19 years old. And in the 1990s, the only, you know, in as far as boxing around here anyways, you know, my name was very synonymous in the late 1990s. <clears throat> and Kobe Bryant, you know, one of my, one of my, <clears throat> I guess you say he was a compatriot of a planet Earth with myself, you know, you know, and so, you know, I would, I guess you would sometimes <clears throat> maybe even compare me to a little bit like Kobe Bryant, except, you know, I wouldn't fly too often, you know. It was such a shame what happened, you know. <clears throat> yeah, but thank you very much. My, and sometimes people want to know my name. I didn't come with any kind of preparation because I didn't know if it was to be open today. It's very very brave of everybody to and thoughtful for to be wearing a mask and to <coughs> you'll sit sit there and come out I guess and make it outside the door <coughs> and it happened a hundred years ago so you know it may be something that lasts about eight seven eight months and I was be talking about the coronavirus you know and how that became come you know um but it did happen before, and so even look, it's very important to be clean <coughs> yourself. And it means washing your hands, means not sleeping on the beach for three weeks or a month. You know, <coughs> I know it sounds, but you have to get 
back to your home into your your bed or where you're dwelling, where you sleep at by a certain time. Every night, you can't step. If you stay out and you do dope, if you are like Joe Biden said, he says, are you a junkie? Are you been hanging out with junkies? He said, is that guy hanging out with junkies? No, I was robbed recently. They came for me. <clears throat> they came for me. I was just on a corner of A and Mason. And they came for me, <clears throat> punched me in the head, and they took my cell phone. And even after all that's happened to me, you know, I still don't wish any kind of any hurtful. We should be friendly to each other and know that we each have families. We each have friends. And so we should try to be more respectful to ourselves and to each other. Thank you very much. Joey Vegas. Oh, you stay up there because we got we got comments from the people. Comments. Anyone want to come in here and do some comments? You're you're kind of all over the place. Um, hard to find a through line. Kobe, a little dated. I mean, he's been dead since January. Oh, is that what happened? I. It seemed like it was yesterday. Maybe, and now that's funny. Okay, so that right there is funny. If you say, oh, it happened in January and it feels like it just happened yesterday. Yeah, it was. Because, but it was, it was in January. And, uh, and then it's like, why is, if it's that long ago, why has Kobe been on your mind? Like, where's the funny in there? Like, um, because oh, you scored he, over 50 points on yeah. GTA or... Something uh, about like no, no, yeah. Kobe <laughs> and what does Kobe do? He, he had can, no, remember he Kobe can dunk. Like maybe you dunked in that pussy, or maybe you <laughs> yeah. did something. Yeah, he, uh, that Kobe did. Maybe you he, cheated on your wife or no, something. He, maybe you did something that. Dang it! Yeah. Maybe you bet on some game, something. And you or went to boxing from basketball. I was confused <laughs> how you got to boxing from basketball, but maybe they're both so, sports. Sometimes it just turns into a silly speech. I just want maybe get a person to, to, <clears throat> you know, you get somebody to look at you and maybe somebody, you know, throw a dollar in your pocket or maybe something monetary always. It kind of may be a d wall defense it is, I guess you say. Well, and I mean, you, you said defense, like maybe he posts uh, up or like maybe, oh, maybe, the, maybe your the, dick is as hard as the guard posting up under the basket. There's gotta be, uh, if you're gonna, yeah, if you're yeah. gonna talk about Kobe and not mention basketball at all, it's kind of like, I mean, there's gotta be something in there. Uh, um, I'm just like Kobe, except I'm short. I'm just like Kobe. We both wear track pants. I'm just like Kobe <laughs> Bryant. You know, I'm slanging a, 14 inch black dick i'm just like kobe i've been dead for six months i'm just oh, like yeah. kobe <laughs> you know something um and a hundred years ago it wasn't COVID; it was the spanish flu oh that's i was so, wondering yeah yeah so we have been I through knew, those times i knew it was something like that i thought it was a drink though it's a Spanish flu. And and we've also been through a plague. We've been through all kinds oh of things. Oh, my God. But yeah. when the plague happened, people were still throwing their shit out the window. So it is God. actually very similar to living in the TL now because there's probably <sighs> an equitable amount of shit on the street in San Francisco than there was, yeah. you know, oh. in, 
in the 1600s <laughs> in fucking the UK. It's I bet like, there is. I wonder. I wonder. San Francisco is such a puncher. Well, San Francisco's it's like a, a toilet, big muscle. And the question is, it was the plague in the 1600s caused by throwing shit in the street. Oh, or was yeah. it like why? Maybe there's a maybe there's a correlation between you said, oh, wash oh, your hands. Be you clean, know what it was? They didn't stuff. have Google back in. That's what it was. We right, have so Go- things are so much more clean. That's what, yeah, that's what I was. That's what happened back then. They didn't have Google and they didn't have an Internet connection. Right. No, they, definitely they have, no Instagram. They might have even been able to talk on a telephone. Nope, there were absolutely no telephones, I'm sure, in the 1600s. But they did shit in the street, and that is happening now. Well, maybe even in that, no, there were no cell phones, and like now Couldn't even send a text. Couldn't even. You had to write a letter, you know, with like a pen and ink. Wow. Use your own blood or something. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's how you got AIDS in the 1600s, is by oh. penning a letter in blood. And then, I don't know, just, just riffing around. Um, any other comments for Joey Vegas? Comments from the peanut gallery. Was that Mr. Weed that was hanging out outside? Does he want to? Okay, cool. Uh, Everybody, clap your hands together for Joey Vegas. Yay. Uh, Hey, your next comedian is Mr. Weed. He's a lovely human being. He used to run a show called Joke Workshop as well out in the marina. He likes to drink white wine. He also enjoys doing comedy. You can see him all around town. Clap your hands right now for Mr. Weed. Do you have any wipes or anything? Or? I don't care. You can just get fingered in the face. Just yeah. stick it over the top. Oh, not on your hand, like on top of the... Or you can use one on the top, too. No, 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 no. You put that, put the thingy, put the glove on top of the mic. I, I, the mic condoms are in here. I don't want to run around. There you go. Now that's safe. There. Safety but, first. But can you hear me, though? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, that's not bad. Okay. I'm going to try to do some COVID jokes. I just came from Glen Park Open Mic. You guys ought to check it out. How, before you start, how was that? It was, well, yeah, it's eight, ten people. Oh, that's good. So that's where everybody is. They're not here. They're there. Hmm. Yeah, well, started at five and gets over at six, so. Yeah, okay, cool. Cool. All right. All right, so uh, COVID, yeah, when it first came out, I'm thinking, well, you know, it hit the seniors' population pretty hard, right? You remember that? I'm thinking, well, all right, the pragmatic side of me saying, hey, they can, it's their time. They had a good run. They could take one for the team. Uh, more Social Security for me. I'm always looking. <laughs> so then, I'm, then I thought, fuck, I'm one of those senior citizens. So I had to rethink that. All right, so um, women, it's important for you to really keep fit and trim nowadays with this COVID thing. Because with you wearing a mask, that kind of limits the data that people have to work with. Look at the good side of COVID. That's the equivalent of the hook, right? Okay, um, I got uh, three speeding tickets today. Really? Yeah, three on the way over here. And I came from Glen Park, no. <laughs> uh, officer come up to my window, I just cough and sneeze a little bit, and boom, I'm on my, I'm on my way in no time. 
Um, kids get out of school. Shit, I wish there was a pandemic when I was going to school. Hey, there was one I remember. I was in kindergarten. It was 1918. <laughs> um, all right, let's deepen, uh, dig in here. I just, I just took a couple hits before I came here, so I've got to read. Okay, I'm woke. I get it. Um, I'm down with the Me Too, but you got to realize uh, time's up. You got to realize that uh, behavior's on a continuum, right? You got Pussy Grabber in Chief on one side. You know who that is, right? And you got Joe Hansy saying, so Joe Hansy Biden on the other side. So uh, we're all in the middle somewhere, right, man? But it's gonna get me. It's gonna take me a while to get used to, you know, these new rules. You gotta ask permission for this, get consent for that, right? Well, it's gonna take me a while to remember to ask my wife for permission to finger banger. <laughs> um, so, we had a uh, anniversary just a couple of weeks ago, July twentieth, twenty-nine years, and I am thirsty as fuck. Is anybody got any water? I wasn't expecting it to come up here. So July 20th. Oh, thank you very much. You're just after my weed, aren't you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you sure did enjoy my white wine last that time at Dolores Park. Yeah, right. Well, we'll see. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah, what else is July 20th known for? The moon landing, right? You guys, you guys weren't there, were you? <laughs> it, was a big, it was a big thing, but trust me. Uh, so I'm thinking I got something in common uh, with the moon landing. That's the day we both got our rocks off. But it's all long-term relationships. Anybody been in a relationship longer than three months? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to buy you a new mic. <laughs> I'm going to buy you a new mic. <laughs> uh, things, you know, things get old and stale, right, in the bedroom, no matter how long you've been with them. For example, we no longer have foreplay. That's out the window. We have poor play. Pour me another drink so I can get in the mood, she says. So I want to spice it up in the bedroom. So I started lighting candles, not for the ambiance, but just to cover my farts. Yeah. <laughs> my farts, not her farts. She doesn't fart. Let it be known. Now, do you anybody been with a woman that doesn't fart? It makes me wonder what else she's holding back on, right? Uh, so she just recently started farting in her sleep. So like we're making love, right? And I hear her fart, so I try to finish without waking her. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, what else? Okay, I, I'm one of 11 kids, give up for the Catholics. Uh, 
repopulating the world and restocking the rectory shelves for the priests. Um, so my dad died when I was a teenager, when I was like 16. He died of a heart situation, heart condition. And um, so I called up the American Heart Association, and they got all these uh, checklists, you know, these risk factors, uh, obesity, etc. So I said, hey, you know, you need to add one more, 11 fucking kids. <laughs> so uh, he gave me two things in life. One was the first Butt-kicking. <laughs> Anybody else experienced that before? Yeah. No, nobody in this room. Nobody's all too young. You're all too spoiled. You're all too privileged. <laughs> so, uh, so that was his way of crowd control. So um, gave me my last name, Weed. So that worked out pretty good, except it didn't start out very well. Uh, I was teased and bullied on the playground because if you looked up weed in the dictionary in the 1900s, it would say unwanted flower. People say, hey, weed, you're an unwanted flower. Well, fucking 2020, they say, hey, weed, do you have any flower? <laughs> <laughs> and if you laughed at that, you just outed yourself as chronic. <laughs> so I figured I'd run for governor a couple years ago. I figured I'd get 99% of the vote just on name recognition. <laughs> And the other one percent of the people that didn't laugh at that joke. Oh fuck! What else I got? Um, okay, so yeah, we got all these new rules for um, interaction between the sexes and uh, social interaction, and gotta get consent for this, consent for that. Um, okay, we had one rule when I was dating. And that is if she gave you a blowjob on the first day, you married her the next day. Yeah. You married her the next day, right? Because you had to spend all night teaching her how to swallow. <laughs> and you got your blowjob. Little did you know that was the last blowjob you're going to get <laughs> being married. Okay, Pam, I think I fucked it up enough. <laughs> Yay! Even old men want blowjobs. Yay! Hey, I I think that the consent joke was super funny and that you were sort of gross after it. I thought it was very funny that there's so many differences. There's like, I feel like you can play on that time difference. Like, I'm trying to be woke. I'm trying to be woke, but I can't. I can't. I'm barely awake, but I'm like trying and, you know, I have to ask for consent. All that. I mean, I feel like there's a joke about being old and being woke and awake and blah 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 and that flower joke was killer um and you're yeah you're funny stuff you're just talking around it like COVID stuff I enjoyed it other comments depends on <laughs> I like the I like the weed reference like the well first you 11 children holy crap you guys were growing like weeds and that's amazing. I want to hear more about being the eleventh kid personally. Yeah. Oh, you're in the middle. Yeah. That's why you're so fucked up. Wow, <laughs> that makes absolute sense. No, I'm kidding. You're not that fucked up. You're fine. You're fine. You think? I thought the middle kid was always like the most fucked up. Actually, that's an interesting take. If you. Because I think that the trope that people usually go by is the middle child is the most fucked up. And if you are like, 
oh no, the middle, I'm the most balanced. I'm in the middle. I, there's something funny about that, that on the extreme sides, like what's happening and how, how this pot smoking wino is like the most adjusted. This pot smoking married raping wino <laughs> is the most <laughs> adjusted out of the. No, no, I'm fine with it. I'm, I'm just, I'm just making jokes. I love, I love Mr. Weed. I think he's great. So. Here, use the microphone. There you go. Bipolar sister. Uh, yeah, I got a bipolar sister. I, uh, a younger brother passed away a couple years ago. Did eight and a half years in the federal pen for interstate trafficking. Wow. trafficking of methamphetamine in Michigan and Indiana. <laughs> His name was Mr. Weed, too, yes. and he was trafficking meth. There's humor in there. There's a lot of humor in that. In fact, his name is Richard, and we call him Dick. Dick Weed. His Dick name Dick. is Dick Weed? <laughs> Jesus Christ, there's jokes in there. Fuck. Your brother's well, name is Dick Weed, and yeah, he's he dead went now. to jail <laughs> for eight and a half years for meth? That is that, the joke's writing itself. <laughs> That's hey, hilarious. It's my personal life. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> no, I mean, I guess. I no, mean, it, it, I didn't know that was a pejorative term until I came to California, you know? I said, yeah, I mean, yeah my brother's name is Dick, Dickweed. Uh, oh, no, actually, I heard somebody else call somebody else a Dickweed, you know? And I'm thinking, yeah. hey, what? What's that, you know? Hashtag Dickweed. Very popular. Yes. Um, yeah, a lot of them are obese. Oh, check this out. This, okay, I went back after 17 years to. My 50th reunion, right? And my sister, she's got Parkinson. Never seen her in 10 years, you know. So we all gathered at her house, and she's in a wheelchair, you know. And I walk in, you know. Puts, like, puts out her fist. And I say, hey, you're really into it, you know. No, I just got Parkinson's. <laughs> wow. She wasn't really bumping yet. She was my, just Every one of my family is a fucking this out. I got a sister who's married to this right wing nut. You know, he's a chiropractor. They live back there. She hasn't had an original thought since she met this guy, right? So, um, we, you know, the last couple conversations we had talked about Trump, right? And um, we t this Father's Day, we tried to avoid it, but then we started talking about it, you know, and she says, um, well, I don't think it's that serious. I said, 130,000. This one was 130,000. People dead, you don't think it's that serious, you know? And she said, well, you know, I, if I get the symptoms, I'll just take hydroxychloroquine. I swear to God, I said, you're going to shine a light up your ass, too? <laughs> uh. <laughs> just ragging on over the whole conversation. I said, thanks for the talk, or thanks for calling, you know, hung up. <laughs> it's funny. No, I got so much shit to put out there, but hey, there's, no, there's nobody to talk to, you know, this place is dead. Uh, well, there's five of us here. Put your hands together, everybody, for Mr. Weed. Yay! Yay! You don't know. I meant the I meant the comedy scene in general. All right. Uh, hey, I'm gonna do a couple jokes just because I'm here, and why not? Yay! Yeah. I'm really sorry about that.
Is it the XLR or the microphone? I don't know. That seems to be working better. All right. Yes, everyone's been doing jokes about COVID. Yeah, yeah. Are we all bored of that yet? Oh, yeah, I, uh, I realize that no one will give you shit for not wearing a mask if you're smoking or eating. So now I'm a bulimic chain smoker, which is so much more healthy. Thanks, San Francisco. I do smoke, I smoke a lot of weed, smoke a lot of cigarettes. I used to worry about where I blew my pot smoke, but now your kid is wearing a mask. <laughs> so I don't fucking care. I'm gonna blow my pot smoke wherever I want. That's what I'm gonna do. That's fine. I'm not worried about that. Uh, haven't been, uh, haven't been having any sexy times. It's been pretty rough. I've uh, forgotten all about that kind of stuff what that even means. I, I used to be married. I had my first STD from my marriage. Yeah, it's sexually transmitted debt. That's what happens when you get married. You get an STD. You get sexually transmitted debt. It's a contract. I know you know about that. Yeah, suddenly you've got $10,000 of credit card debt. How did that happen? Oh, I got married. <laughs> because our relationship was based on truth and honesty. I found out three years later, oh, we had $15,000 of credit card debt. Oh, did you? Did you? We got married? I didn't know about that. Ah. I love honesty. Truth is so good. Like, I'm not allowed to fuck around on you, but you're not going to tell me about the $15,000? Like, <laughs> yeah, honesty, strange stuff. Uh, I did have my first abortion in 1995. Yeah, 25 years ago. Yeah, are you 25? It's been, are you the, are you the ghost of my aborted dead son? Uh, I, I did, I had an abortion 25 years ago and I only have one regret about that abortion uh, and it's that I didn't have the kid uh, because right now I could be fucking all of his friends. <laughs> I could be having sex with all of his 25 year old friends and I fucked that one up. What was I thinking? I should be thinking about the future. Crazy stuff. I, I do, I have, um, I used to be a poet and uh, you know, the, the third, the poem about my third abortion, boring, pretentious, terrible, stab my eyes out. Uh, also, I've only had two abortions. The third is just for comic effect. I've not, I've only had two. I do have a regret about my second abortion. Uh, I went in, they gave me this amazing drug called midazolam. I don't know if you guys like benzodiazepines. It's a, midazolam is a short-lived, fast-acting benzodiazepine. It's like crazy Valium, just like in a shot, like boom, like you feel great. So I'm in the stirrups, I've got my little thing on, I'm feeling great. And I look up at the doctors and they look down at me and they're like, it's a five minute procedure. Some people talk, some people don't talk. And I said, has anyone ever told jokes? <laughs> and they were like, no, that's never happened. Uh, so, you know, I fucking killed, man. I killed that set. I murdered, I murdered. Did a hot, hot five, so hot. It was a bringer show. I left it there. I left it there. Passed out flyers after the procedure. But my only regret is that they didn't let me bring my phone in so I couldn't tape the set. You know? Did it happen? Was I funny? Did it matter? Did it change my life in any meaningful way? I don't know, I don't, I didn't tape the set. So many regrets. <laughs>
about that. So many regrets. Yeah, I shouldn't have a baby. I don't want to have a baby. It's crazy right now in these political times, like we're going to have a new Supreme Court justice. Maybe they're going to revert Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade started the year I was born in 1974. It started. I was a choice. I don't have to be here. <laughs> like, I, I can't believe that my mom actually was like, yeah, this is a good idea. Let's make it. But if they revert Roe v. Wade, it's going to be some fucked up shit, bro. Like, you don't want me to have a baby. Like, you don't. America, what are you doing? If, if I have a baby, I'm going to have to get some new tools uh, to drill some holes uh, in my boyfriend's trunk so the baby can breathe while we're hanging out at the bar. You know what I mean? Like, you put a baby in the trunk with a sleeping bag, that is so safe. Like, I am the nanny. I can't afford a nanny or a babysitter. Fuck that. Can't bring the baby into a bar. You put the baby in the trunk. It's sleeping. It's dark in there. Baby's fine. Right? If you make me have this baby, America, it's going to turn four, and it's still going to be wearing one of those little monkey backpacks so it doesn't run into the street, you know, on a leash. Like, my mommy doesn't love me. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> like, Cool. Uh, this baby thing that they make me have turns nine, right? And I'm in a parent-teacher conference for first grade for like the fourth time. And the teacher looks at me and she's like, uh, Ms. Benjamin, your child said that you love alcohol more than it. And I'm like, this is a sippy cup filled with vodka, you dumb bitch. I didn't want the kid. And then it turns 12 and it starts doing ketamine. And I'm like, who is your dealer? I can bring you to Burning Man. Let's go get to know each other. Finally, I can care about you. And then it turns 15 and it teaches me just the cutest thing, which is if you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them from the mouths of babes. Genius. And at 17, it finally dies, you know, from one of those like speed balls, cocaine, heroin, straight to the vein. And I'm like, wow, 17 years, 17 years. That is the latest late-term abortion I could ever have. It's a 17-year late-term abortion. It was your choice, America, to put it through rehab four times. Not mine. I'm on Medi-Cal. I couldn't afford that. I'm not supposed to have a baby. Don't make me have a baby, America. What's wrong with you? So I had a dream that Bjork was my therapist, and I looked up at uh, her, and she looked down at me, and I said, uh, uh, Bjork, why is my mom not proud of me? And she looked down, and she said, Your uterus is made of clouds, <laughs> and the polar bear only steps in the same river once. Don't let the poets lie to you. I was like, oh. And I woke up, and then I realized that no one knows who Bjork is. <laughs> you do. I know all us old people are like, thank you. I, that's the only impression I can do is Bjork, and so I try to do it as much as possible. I'm like, there's nothing. The only other impression I can do is James Hetfield singing of Metallica, singing Alanis Morissette, right? And he goes, isn't it ironic? Don't you think? Ha! A little too ironic. I really do think. It's like ready on. Ready and day. Huh. 
Okay, thank you guys, yay! I've been Pam, you've been awesome. Thank you guys all for being here tonight. Uh, I really appreciate it. This is a lovely quorum. If you can give money, that's cool. If you can't, that's cool too. Just um, on the internet, if you're willing to pass around the GoFundMe for this place, that would be great. We're trying to stay alive past uh, October, so that'll be great. And um, But thank you all for being here, and the podcast will come out, and I'll tag everybody and do all that stuff, except you, because we know that you're not allowed to because of your real life. Yes, <laughs> yes, Will Brown is an alias. <laughs> the funny, funny man known as Will Brown. Um, so, but thank you all for being here. I really appreciate it. And um, come back next week. We're here every Monday and Fridays. We have an open mic at 6 and a clean comedy show at 7 outside. And I feel like I can actually start, like, publicizing it because other people are publicizing outdoor shows. So, like, I've been super quiet about it, but now I'm like... Fucking everybody's doing outdoor shows, so I'm going to start, like, telling actual people, like, come. But I've been so afraid, you know? Okay, thank you. Bye. Yay! As we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Anti-Trump is the antivirus, or antibody, to the Trump virus. We're a global alliance of humans standing up against the Trump brand. Antitrump.com started four years ago on March 19th, 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better world. Nobody thought it was going to be this bad. Most of us probably figured it would just be four more years of the same old. He was a 70-year-old babbling Nimrod. How bad could it really be? Treason is the last of his felonious activities. The Trump brand has hijacked our government and sold Lady Liberty to the mob. 
we are a leaderless and without the most basic healthcare systems and community services. COVID-19 is a pandemic, but the Trump brand is the virus. Welcome to the antivirus. Go to antitrump.com and spread the word. Individual politics aren't important. What is important is that we stand together as a unified voice and say enough is enough. That's antitrump.com. Welcome to Strictly Bad Vibes, your personal complaint department. Um, what, what the hell are we talking about? Um, whiny people and their stupid complaints that we requested they send us. Why do we do this? Why, why are we doing this? <laughs> None of which matters in this equation because it is his choice to carry such horse shit on the fucking train. And he was yelling, he was like, move it, bitch, move it, bitch, and, uh, and, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't, I'm just not, I'm not moving it, you know? I've arrived, why should I move? I don't like what work has been giving us at our free lunches. 115-340-1976, and it does not spell anything. 115-340-1976. Go for it. Call in, guys. right now. 
So listen in to the weekly review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. We're hosts of... <laughs> you uh, with Michael Spiegelman. Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast and yeah. watch the movie at the same right. time. Yeah.
L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Yeah, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, 5% Eastern Right, I'm so lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show, 5 p.m. Let's hear the theme song. Oh, let's watch full length. All right, let's do a full minute promo. Oh, never mind. Bye. See you next month. What's up, Oakland? Have you been missing out on live music and comedy? Remember Killer Dinners? Don't worry about a thing, because Soul Sausage Presents Pan Dementia has brought you the hottest freshest, sexiest new beast in the Bay Area. The Oakland Unicorn Speakeasy Comedy and Dinner Club in Koreatown, Northgate, featuring comedians from NBC, MTV, Comedy Central, Soul Sausage TV, and YouTube. Tickets and packages, showtimes, and information are all at oaklandunicorn.com. Sponsored by Soul Sausage, Reek Disc Electronics, and True Healing Collective. Grand opening weekend, August 6th through 9th, featuring Kabir Singh and Xander Beltran. Tickets on sale now at oaklandunicorn.com. That's oaklandunicorn.com. Abandoned. Who 
The Timeless All-Stars, so named for their association with the Timeless record label out of Holland. That was Curtis Fuller on trombone, Harold Land on the saxophone, Bobby Hutcherson, vibraphone, Cedar Walton piano, Buster Williams bass, and the great Billy Higgins on drums. We heard three selections from their album Timeless Heart released in 1983, Hindsight by Cedar Walton, Tyamisha by Buster Williams, and Hand in Glove by Cedar Walton. This is The Morning Train, and I am your sole driver, J.D. Buell. Music now from the UK and Jamaican supergroup Peeny Wally.